Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's really how it works. And it's summertime. Summertime is when we go up a level. Every summer, I get up the board. So I need you to tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. I'm going to do a bunch of emails and then quick hit questions. Um, let's let's do it. What do, uh, and, and listen, also, if you can support the sponsors, I'm going to read the sponsors midway through the show. Support them. All of them are in the description of today's episode. Go, go, go support those sponsors because that is how I get supported. You you tickle their nuts, they tickle your nuts. That's how it all works. Single gal struggle. Feather, feather, Jared. Thank you for bringing joy to my weekday mornings due to the, during these crazy times. I have subscribed, rated, told all my friends, and went to your You Up Live show in Orlando. I'll cut right to the point. I'm a 26-year-old young professional woman living in a large city in the southeast. For the past year and a half, I've been actively dating with no little, no, no little to no, with no little to no luck. I don't think that sentence is right. I have been using the dating apps, been set up with friends of friends, and have met men in the wild. Oftentimes, I will go on one to three dates with a man who then will ghost me or back out on plans we've made. Sometimes they tell me they're going to pursue a relationship with other with the other women they've been dating, tell me they're not look, not over an ex, or tell me that they're not ready for something with a woman like me yet. If I'm ghosted, I don't say anything and move on to the next guy, or uh, when given reason, I tell them best of luck. What gives, Jared? I have a grad degree and a great career, Group of gr- good group of friends, family close by. I go to high-intensity workout group workouts, yoga classes. I run 15Ks. I love to cook, read, garden, go to the beach, go out to the breweries, cocktail bars, and restaurants. I live in great area, etc. I'm starting to second-guess myself, and I'm doing. am I doing something wrong? I have standards, but I'm also flexible and open to change. I have attached my Hinge profile for reference. Also, my last Hinge convo, which resulted in a man asking for my number and never replying back to my last text. Help a gal, gal out. Is dating still a thing in 2020? Well, uh, she says, what gives? Um, I'm starting to second-guess myself. Don't second-guess yourself. You're 26. You're young. It's going to be okay. You're doing great. You're doing great. Stop being so. I think 26 is a difficult age, especially for women, because you're 26. The the serious, you know, you have part of your friends are getting serious boyfriends. The other part of your friends aren't. And you're you want certain you want life to go forward. But if you dated a 26 year old guy, then they usually don't want life to go forward. They kind of want to, like, stay in early 20s land but you're looking to go to like late 20s land and do the things that you'd like i understand why it's weird here's what i'll say also your perspective your perspective you say that you have your own standards but your whole complaint oftentimes i'll go on one to three dates with a man who will then ghost me or back out on plans we've made sometimes they tell me that they're going to pursue a relationship with other women they're dating tell me they're not over an ex or tell me that they're not ready for something with a woman like me yet what what about the ones you're dumping are you dumping anyone 
You should be dumping people. And I know that's like counterintuitive, but you say you have a standard. And listen, I'm sure you do. But any and all takers, all these guys, you're just like, when's the next day? And I, I think with someone in your position where you say you have a great career, good group of friends, family close by, when everything is, when all of that is, I go to high intensity group workout class, I run 15Ks, I go to cook, I read, I guard. It feels like you have, and I'm just going by your email, and I know I'm making some assumptions, but I'm going by your email. It feels like you're just looking for round peg, round hole. You're just trying, it feels like the whole bedroom set is done and then there's just open places in the drawers for any dude's t-shirts to go into. Nobody wants, and, and so when you're dating people that are like, that are, you know, you're dating guys who want it to start in casual and kind of like progress to more serious, they go, there's now no casual. They know you're ready to go. You're like, come on, got the, got the car ready, go, go, go in, we're going to relationship town. And I could see how that not pushes, I don't think that scares guys away, but it doesn't offer it to be natural. It feels very, you know, up. Oh, there's the spot where I go. Kind of boring. So keep doing everything you're doing, but also, like, let's start dumping some people. Let's start being like, fuck that guy. And not just because they were a dick, because eh, he's good, but not great. Let's go to your Bumble conversation. I went, your Bumble profile is great. Don't worry about it. I think you're very cute. But there's one thing. You sent this conversation. Let me read it. And this is, again to reinforce the point that I just made. Your Bumble conversation, you sent me a picture of the guy, good looking dude, and it, you sent me the conversation. It says, blank invited you to start the chat. Then you say, hi, blank. Uh, your best place in town, uh, oh, you say, a noodles place is the best place in town or something. He goes, how'd you know? And then you go, I could eat blank every day of my life. Uh, and then have you been to blank and blank? It's really cool. And they have a larger menu. No, never want to go. You write, I'd love to. He writes, what's your number? What? And you named a noodle place. And then he goes, want to go? And you go, yeah, you don't know anything about this guy. I don't know if I want to spend a, a meal of food with some guy that all he says is, yeah, I know. How'd you know? Never want to. He literally wrote again. Uh, we're talking about having standards. We're talking about saying not just going out. And listen, I know there's a middle ground to this. It's I don't think you should be like, you know, the hardest person to go on a date with. But you named a noodle place. He wrote, how'd you know? You wrote, I could eat blank every day of my life. Have you been to the blank and blank? And the, 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 I guess they have another location. He wrote, never. No, never. Want to go? I'd love to. Like, I I think <laughs> if I showed up to that date and then I saw, you know, the drawers that have the space for a dude to move in of the place that you already own and the great job and the great career, I would go, uh, could I have just been anybody? So, and, and it, there's, so, and I'm not saying, go on the, and then she gives me the rest of the text. They have more conversations and it kind of, you can tell it kind of like hovers. This guy doesn't really make the move towards the noodle place because it's like, 
I don't know. Nobody wants to just spend time with anybody. And if they do, you go, what the fuck's wrong with this person? Again, I'm not saying that because there's anything wrong with you. I'm just saying that you got so much going on that you'd be a fool to let anybody, just any dude, get to experience the great life with you that you already have. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. My boyfriend's drunken fuck buddy. Dear J Train, huge fan of the show. I'll get right to it. My boyfriend of two years has a woman friend who he has hung out with a couple times without me. I'm not jealous, so of course I didn't mind, but recently I was told that they had a past of drunken sex, but are just good friends from high school. Only reason I was told this was because they wanted to go on a double date and felt that I should know before we met in person. She's in a serious relationship and lives with her boyfriend, but I truly don't know how to feel. Even though I'm not intimidated by her in the least, should I be uncomfortable with this friendship? This situation just doesn't sit well with me, but I'm not sure if I'm overreacting. P.S. He has told me so many stories about her before I found out about their past, and we even had each other, uh, even had each other on Instagram. Or I guess they follow each other. Um, I guess you know, it seems like they're being upfront. I, I don't think you're overreacting because you're reacting in whatever way you're reacting, which is totally fine. Uh, I don't think I don't really believe you feel how you feel. And that's, uh, you know, no one can tell you how to feel. I will say that I don't know when you tell someone that you fucked a friend. Like, I don't know when that comes up without you feeling badly. So to defend him, this, I know this sounds like a weird way to defend him, but to defend him, when does he bring it up? Oh, and that's my friend. Uh, oh, hey, uh, that's my friend, uh, you know, uh, blankety blank. And uh, she and I uh, used to go down on each other. Like, I don't, and then you'd be like, why'd you bring, why would you say that to me? I don't need, we just started dating. And then it's like, okay, well, I, then it's like two years in, hey, blankety blank and I used to fuck and we want to go on a double date with our new people we fuck. I I don't know. To me, the gesture of the double date is actually good. It's not like he was like, yeah, we used to fuck and, and there's no like you meeting her. He wants you two to get closer. He is, I think there. In this situation, it feels like this is a way to get more serious with you so that there's nothing to feel as though you're hiding. You cannot be hiding something and then feel like that is hiding something. So I can understand that going out with his friend, who he does consider a friend, and she's got a a serious boyfriend, feels like, uh, I don't know where this lands on the icky scale. And then I can understand where he would go, you know what? We should, they're, they're hanging out and he goes, let's get the whole crew together. So at least let's get it. So I can see how this is like a moment to get over the hump, to bring everyone together, to hopefully all be cool with each other. So to me, I would encourage you to go with the flow and get to know this person. And, and I think everything is scarier before you see it. Everything's scarier before you get to witness it. Also like, that's the same goes for like language people like every it's like when you get a text you don't have the tone and then you just assume the tone of the text is what you you go to your worst imagination so someone writes fine but you read it as fine and it's like because that's your own insecurities I think that goes the same for like meeting people that you're like not sure about and then you get in a room together and you go oh 
I get why you two hit it off, and that's why we and him hit it off. So I, I would let the dinner happen. I would, I would encourage the double date, but not really hang on the idea of them fight. Like I would, I wouldn't need graphic details about how they used to fuck. I'd be like, yeah, let's do the dinner date and let him make it. If he makes it, this is an opportunity, not a a problem. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, a f- window tapping my IG. A friend of a friend who I've never met before following... A friend of a friend who I have never met started following me on IG last year. I'm married and have two small kids, and it appears he is married too. A few weeks ago, he commented the fire emoji on my story. So that's not a comment. That's a DM. So you put a story, and he responded with a fire emoji. Yesterday, he liked a bunch of my pics. Some going back to five years ago. It seems he's window tapping, as you call it. So the window tap is when someone comes to your Instagram profile and likes a bunch of pictures of yours in a row. They're just like, hello, tap, tap, tap. I'm here. I'm hard. I'm happy in my marriage, and I don't plan on responding at all, but it kind of creeps me out. So I just continue to ignore it. Since we have a mutual friend who is also friends with my husband, I don't want to make a big deal of it. What do you think? I think you um, you can, on Instagram, you, there are subtle ways to block. I would block him from seeing your story. Uh, and I would block him from seeing your story, but allow him to see your posts. Keep this... I would keep this in the public eye. And if it gets worse, then you block them there. But block them from your stories because what you're doing is taking him out of backstage. If we think of the stories like uh, the DMs as backstage. So now you're eliminating his backstage access. That's what I would say to you. Because he is flirting. He is putting you in a position. Basically what he's saying is... um, He's putting you in what he this version when a, when a person in a relationship is doing this to someone else in a relationship, they're basically saying, "I'll cheat if you're cheat. I'm down if you're down. I'm down to get flirty if you'll get flirty." So, but he has the ability that if you ever like went to his wife and was like, "She he sent me a fire emoji," he go, "Yeah, I sent a fire emoji to all my friends." So he has this like blissful naivete in in the argument so it's basically like it's like a contract offer that no one can see so i i agree with you this is something off a little weird and if it creeps you out even block them but i'm saying if you want to take just like first step i mean you can block them i if and just be like yeah it was just kind of creepy that you would like i didn't like how our interactions were going and that's okay or the other way to go that's a little like more subtle is block from your story, allow posts, because now he's not going to do his shit in the light of day. It's only in the darkness. He only does it behind closed doors. So now that you take away the DM access, he would have to make a more deliberate DM and try and start up a conversation. And at that point, you go, hey, I'm married. I know this is – I'm not really looking to DM with people I've never met. That, at that point, if he, cause then if he gets a little bit more out there – with his moves, J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Uh, every episode of the J train podcast is sponsored. Support the sponsors. They support me. That's how it works. Support, support, support. 
Features Socks. That's a new sponsor. Get the most comfortable running, walking, whatever sock at features.com. Use code JTRAIN for $10 off your first pair. FabFitFun. Choose from a variety of beauty, fashion, fitness, and wellness products to customize your box. Get $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Feel CBD. Of course you're feeling stressed right now. Well, start to feel better with Feel CBD. That's Feels, F-E-A-L-S, dot com slash J-Train. Feels dot com slash J-Train for 50% off your first order and free shipping. MeUndies. Get the world's softest underwear delivered right to your door on the regular with a monthly subscription. Go to MeUndies.com slash J-Train for 15% off your first pair. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Noom, little changes lead to big ones. If you've been struggling with your weight and quarantine, you're not alone. Develop a better relationship with food and your body at Noom.com slash JTrain and start losing weight for good. All great sponsors. Let's do one more email, then we'll go to the quick hits. First off, thank you for the incredible dating advice. I've been a loyal listener since the beginning and have never missed an episode. Thank you. You've changed the way I view dating and I have true and it has truly helped me so much as I conquer my mid-20s. I have a question pertaining to guys' thoughts immediately after they have sex with you. The it's called the need clarity on post-nut clarity. <coughs> after they have sex with you and are still lying in bed with you. I've heard this before called post-nut clarity. And I need more clarity on what happens in a guy's brain during that. The reason I'm asking is because I went to visit a guy for four days that lives on the opposite side of the country. Uh, uh, we met abroad earlier in the year. So this was a spontaneous trip to reunite, only our second time ever hanging out. The whole trip was perfect and an absolute blast. I met all his friends, family, and it felt like we had been dating for years. We had sex basically every night and morning, and it was unreal. That finally, mo that final morning, it was our last time doing it before I had to catch my flight home. And right after he came, he got super quiet and seemed to be in his head. I tried to make convo, but things seemed off. Shortly after, we both changed and went on with our morning. Uh, I'm wondering what was the sudden switch of behavior? Is is post not clarity specifically about the girl he's lying in bed with, meaning he got clarity on what he actually wants, sees with her for a future relationship, or can it be about anything in his life that he got clarity on? Uh, yeah. Post-not-clarity can come about life stuff. I've, I've masturbated and I've climaxed and then been like, what the fuck is this all about? Like, I've, I've had that thought. I've also had that thought about... Uh, uh, it's more... Post-not-clarity is more like a personal thing than it, to me... It's never like, oh, like, oh my, like, it's, post that, when you climax, you don't go like, oh, who's that? What? You don't like rub your eyes like, oh my God, it was, that's what you looked like the whole time? No, no, no. It's, uh, it's all personal shit. I have, you know, I've come and then been like, I'm leading this person on. I've come and like, I'm. I'm masturbating to the weird shit. Uh, I've come and been like, I, I don't know what I'm, what I'm doing here. It's always personal. So I could understand that you go visit him for four days and then there's like, you have this great time and then he comes and you're about to leave and he's like, what have I, what do I have to do for this, for this person? So I would say the post nut thing is more I driven. It's more selfish thoughts than it is like rubbing your eyes. I, I, that's as best as I can explain it. Um, because I don't think it's ever like, so it's kind of like your penis was driving the car 
And then you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I just let my penis dry for that long to get me to where I am. I'm not sure if this is a good explanation, but I, I, I hope this is helping because the question, I can't tell you what the guy was thinking. I can't. I, I can say to you, if you had a fun time, that's great. And, you know, I would plan for the next trip and see if he'll come to you this time. Um, but I, you know, someone can get weird for any reason. I, I think that post climax thing is more of a personal, like, I think it's more of a life thing than not. And it's clarity is the wrong word too. You're not more clear. You're just more like in touch with the, I don't know. It's a hard question to answer um, because I've been there. I've, I've climaxed and then been like, holy shit. I don't like what I'm doing, how I'm operating, how I'm going through life, how I'm doing these things. And it was never like an ew on the person that I was next to. I hope that's a better, best that I can explain it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do some quick hit questions. Hit the music, Shelby. Have you ever watched a double shot at love with Vinny and Pauly D? No. Not a question, but great eyebrows, Jay. Thanks. We need more Jess content. She's in the other room. If you guys, uh, if guys forget that they will, if guys forget they tell you something and tell you again, are they talking to more than one girl? Maybe. It would depend on what they're retelling you. If it's like, if it's a story... I don't know. People forget shit. Should I wait to date after I lose 60 pounds or start dating now? Start dating now. You look great. Ask me why I unfollowed him and that he wants to be friends but hasn't responded in four days. That's him trying to keep you on the hook to see how much you care. He's giving you shit to kind of like, it's like that grade school, like picking on someone to show you like them. But it's, it's, this is not worth dealing with this person i don't think that they're being serious anyone that won't text you for four days doesn't really give a shit about you uh i ended a with quarantine bay because he wasn't ready for more sorry these are really small i ended with quarantine bay because he wasn't ready for more uh i was chance he'll come back later when ready no probably no chance there's more options now yeah, for he's probably quarantine bay because there was other, you know, the, this was something to keep him occupied. And if you wouldn't get more serious, it's over. I wouldn't want to be with him. Uh, I want to see a good charcuterie board. Throw, uh, throw one. No, movie critics don't write movies. Uh, let's go to the next one. Currently applying to be on The Bachelor. Should my bio be funny or serious? Your bio should be incredibly you. So if you're not funny, I would just not try to be funny. Uh, what are your best recommendations for keeping a long-term relationship healthy? I, I don't. Communication. That's like the, the boring answer. Um, I think constant check-ins and negotiations. I think that's good. When are you coming back to San Francisco for stand-up? Hopefully soon. Red flag or deal breaker. A guy has a hole in his wall in his wall from punching it. That's a deal breaker to me. You to ruin your own home and your own health for nothing doesn't seem like you're a good decision maker. Best item on a charcuterie board. Uh, I ooh. 
I think when there's interesting, when there's interesting hot honey, I'm really into that hot honey. I love how it can be used in every situation. Is the Bachelorette still happening? I don't know. Why does he still watch my fucking stories all the time, but we don't talk anymore? Because he fantasizes about you. He thinks you're hot enough to look at, but not really interested in making any effort to talk to you. Most rewatched movie, uh, Vegas Vacation. I'm 27, he's 40. Can this work? Yeah, of course. How to deal with my boyfriend's best friend who is a woman and is clingy. You got to talk to your boyfriend about it. You got to say to your boyfriend um, that he needs to have better barriers with his friends. Guy I briefly dated years ago reached out. How should I proceed? No interest in casual. You don't. And, and what you say is, hey, I'm not interested in casual. If you want to take me out, I'm here to be taken out, but I'm not going to be just we've already tried this once. Uh, got a group of friends split the bill evenly or pay for what you got. Split it evenly. Pay for what you got is bullshit because you're talking about the difference between a dollar or 10 cents. If someone goes, gets their own appetizer and nobody gets an appetizer, that's one thing. But if everyone's eating, split it up. What you drinking? Uh, nothing right now. I had, a, I had a, uh, a high noon earlier. It was very good. Thoughts on Matt James as the new bachelor instead of Mike? Yeah, I think Matt's great. I, I have some inside scoop. I heard everything that comes back to me about Matt is like high energy, fun, great guy. And that's what you want to hear. Mike, him and I did a thing for Cameo, and he talked about God every five words. So I think Matt's a better choice from everything I've heard. I, I To me, it's... the Yeah, I... I Mike would have been a fine choice, but, like, I don't want to hear about God every five seconds. Uh, should I be weirded out that my boyfriend stares at me while I go down on him? So I'm a, I'm a stare. I like to watch. Uh, <laughs> so um, one time I was getting a blowjob from someone, I, you know, and I was in bed like this. And for whatever reason, my hand was like this. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. Um, so it just looked like my hand and I were watching the blowjob happen, like it, and like and then she looked up and started laughing, and I kind of was like, "What?" And it's like, "What's with that hand?" And then I kind of like. So now this has kind of turned into a joke where anytime I'm getting blown, just. So, yeah, I can understand why it's weird, but I, I guys like to, you know, POV porn. Uh, in a long-term relationship, don't want to give up flirting with strangers. Is that bad? Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. I, I, I just think you don't want to give up flirting with strangers. Like, I, I, I don't, to me, that you're towing a line towards, it's one thing to, like, a stranger comes up to you, says nice things. It feels good. I understand that. But to like, to treat it like you don't like it's pickup basketball. I don't know if that's a good thing. And maybe you're not as into your relationship as you'd think. What's the fanciest thing you've ever cooked for Jess? Uh, the fanciest thing? Like what? Oh, like I'm making like a, like a, like I made her some chicken ones. I don't know. Very curious. What's your connection to Texas A&M? 
I did. I hosted a show on Snapchat. It's still on their Discover page, I think, called. Um, it's called How Low Will You Go? One season, we went to different colleges, and I bought something at every college. So now I have 14 articles of clothing from all the different weeks of being at these colleges. And every time I wear one, someone's like, you went to Texas? You went to Texas? And I'm like, you don't need a diploma to buy the shirt. How do I get my boyfriend to help me clean our apartment more often? He only helps if I ask. Yeah, that's just might be just how he is. Why don't you just say... Uh, let, how about you don't clean it for a while and just see how shitty it, he lets it get? Uh, let's do X posting with new girl week after breakup together all on... Uh, X posting with new girl week after breakup together all of quarantine. No time to cheat. It sounded like he was texting with her. Sounds like he, he was cheating in some way. Uh, big fan of J Train Free by Noon. Um, thank you. How do you turn a friends with benefits into a relationship? You talk to them and say, hey, I'm done with this casual stuff. Let me know if you want to date like real people. Or But but it's I, when you bring it up, the friends with benefits is over. You're done. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Back next episode. Boom.